Welcome to Firmus Advisory Doing Business in Ghana series. This series provides insights and navigates the journey to setting up in Ghana. Kindly subscribe to the channel and turn on the post notification to receive an alert anytime we upload. You can find us at where you get your regular podcast. Hello, welcome to another edition of Ghana Business Now. My name is Adam Sensier, partner at Femos Advisory. Today we'll be focusing on uh, the beverage market. It's going to be a four-episode four uh, edition of the beverage report that Femos Advisory recently launched. Fortunately for me, I have the honor of uh, having a discussion with the lady who was behind the team that put it together. Welcome, Anita. Thank you very much, Adam. Thanks for having me. So somewhere in uh, December 2017, I it was getting to Christmas and I went to buy drinks for the house. At the depot, it was a Guinness depot. So at the Guinness depot, I had the opportunity of meeting one of their sales managers who was visiting the various depots. And in, he, he said something that struck my mind then. Um, three days to him visiting, he, he remembers very well that a certain number of volume of drinks was sent to that particular depot. Mm. But on getting to that depot that day, he realized that most of it was over, was finished and all. So he was quite amazed and he kept asking <laughs> himself, do Ghanaians consume that yeah. much? Do we consume that much alcohol? Actually, I think we do. For the size of our economy, I think we do. Um, actually, between in 2019, we consumed about 2.3 million or billion bottles of beverages. Uh, th now this one was across both alcohol and non-alcohol and in 2020 we actually upped the game by consuming about 2.387 billion this is the time of covid where you know global supply chain is messed up yes. and so production levels are not as high as they used to and yet we consume that much so Ghanaians actually do consume a lot of beverages and as a matter of fact you would find the average Ghanaian consuming about three to five times a week of any type of beverage of their choice and in terms of the market size we would estimate that the Ghanaian beverage market is about 3.85 billion Ghana cities that's quite significant it's very close to the size of the vehicles markets which is one of the dominant imports that we have in Ghana now so looking at it uh, which of which of the two uh, dominate the market? Do we have a lot of Im uh, imported products or local products in the market? Well, we, interestingly and very good for Ghanaian businesses, we have the local market dominating and it's such a big dominance. About 92% of production can be um, can be attributed to domestic production, whilst just about 8% are imported beverages. Yes, so the Ghanaian market dominates. And when you look at the two types of beverages that are being produced, the non-alcoholic and the alcoholic beverages, you see that uh, about the, um, the alcoholic beverage just constitutes about 23% of the market size, whilst non-alcoholic constitutes about 77% of the market size. So okay. there is a local dominance, and then we also see that non-alcoholic beverages actually do dominate the market. That's yeah. interesting. I assume with all these uh, local dominance, you know, there is a value chain uh, that exists. What, what is, take us through the, the Ghanaian value chain. Yeah, so the Ghanaian beverage market is actually quite structured. So 
let's say we have three broad components of this value chain. We have, say, the inbound logistics, then we have the production side, then we have the outbound logistics. The inbound, can we can see the things like um, imports of inputs and production of local inputs for the markets. Then we also have production where we have the imports of finished beverages and then we have the local production. As I said earlier, local production is about 92% of the market. Then in the outbound logistics, that's where it gets interesting. That's how these importers and domestic producers get their beverages to the final consumer. In this outbound logistics, there are several routes to the market. Okay. The distributor or the manufacturer can decide to bypass all the steps and get straight to the consumer by okay. using their own delivery trucks okay. or by selling online. Or they can choose to sell their products to a primary distributor yeah. who would then now sell it to a wholesaler who sells to a retailer and then it gets to the final consumer. So no matter the size of your business, there are a lot of options for you to take from. What is important is for you to make sure that you have an efficient route to the market. Consumers can find your products when they want to get it. Okay. Yeah. So back to, I, I understand we do a lot of local production, but then we also do import some of the product. So. In terms of imports, where do we get them from and what mm. products are coming in? Yeah. So in terms of imports, like I earlier on hinted, most of the, the reports um, categorize the beverage products into two broad categories. We have the non-alcoholic market and then alcoholic market. For the non-alcoholic market, we are importing soft drinks. Okay. This include all types of carbonated mm. drinks. We have fruit juice. Fruit juice are pure fruits. Um, base beverages okay. and then we have the energy drinks which is really catching on in the space okay. and then for the alcoholic market we have the spirits we have the wine and then we have the beers okay. when you look at the alcoholic market beer tops the imports okay. and it also tops the domestic production and then when you look at the non-alcoholic market soft drinks tops both okay. the imports and then the domestic production in terms of where we bring these products from yeah. most of our imports are coming in from Europe Okay. At least the finished beverage products. We do import a lot of inputs, find uh, inputs for the market from Pakistan and other non-European countries. Okay. But when it comes to the finished beverage products, most of them are coming from Europe. As a matter of fact, the top five countries for imports or yeah. origins for most of our finished non-alcoholic beverages are all European countries and then when you take the top five for the alcoholic beverages about four of them are European countries with just about one coming from South Africa okay. usually the wines yeah so what is making the local beverage industry uh, compete favorably with uh, the important uh, products well well I, I i know that you you mentioned your story starting from 2017 exactly. i also have yes. another story okay, <laughs> that's like three it. decades old okay three decades ago you you would see the likes of um large global brands yes. that were being produced yes. locally like yes. the coca-colas the guineas yes. dominating the market yes. you know but now Ghanaians or consumers in Ghana have become very accommodating of hope local brands okay. and they are also very adventurous they want to explore the market they want to test new products a lot of them are looking for flavor variety mm -hmm. and as a result of that it has created a lot of room for uh, Ghanaian companies or indigenous businesses to come in okay. and also for 
new entrants. And I would say that the Ghanaian or the domestic production side has really taken advantage of this um, consumer trade to bring, introduce new products and that is causing the um, local dominance. Okay, that's interesting to know. So what's your prediction for the future for the beverage industry? <laughs> well, I, I, I expect that there is a lot more room for growth. Okay. I mean, on average, about one to three bottles of drinks are being consumed by each yes. consumer in a week. And we expect that this would actually increase. Well, we anticipate growth in um, general income levels of okay. people. And as yep. that happens, their spending power increases. And so we expect that um, the portions of their budget for beverages will also increase. And then we expect that there will be a wider nationwide um, increase in consumption for beverages. Okay. But that being said, we also have the after, which is yes. also taken off very nicely. Yes. It's going to reduce a lot of the hurdles when it comes to documentation. And so we expect that a lot of these domestic companies will take advantage and export outside. Already, a lot of our domestic companies are exporting outside, yes. but we expect that after would smoothen the um, distribution process for them. And so we can sell more to our neighbors and other people within Africa. Um, that being said, we also anticipate that a lot of the local beverages that we consume on the low side, you yes. know, we have the Sobolo, the Lamujin, you know, fresh juice and all of that. We anticipate that there'll be um, some standardization in its production, okay. which will make it possible to for consumers to easily assess these products. Okay. And as a result, also enable us to export our local delicacies to other places within Africa. So the, the prospects for the local beverage market is looking up. E-commerce would significantly take its own place within the market. We see that a lot of these local um, domestic or indigenous um, brands that are gaining a lot of weight yes. within the market could get some sort of investments from outside or even from within Ghana in order to boost their production and also extend their distribution to other parts of the country. Okay. So the profit, the prospects are high for the local market. Okay. So I'll end with another story that uh, experience <laughs> I had. So I was in Nigeria trying to understand their retail space. Uh, I was trying to see where drinks, uh, what drinks are doing very well in the market. Fortunately for me, I had a driver mm. and he was taking me around and he was like, ah, Mr. Eden, <laughs> that drink from Ghana, like what drink from Ghana? And funny enough, it was referring to Alomo Beaters. Oh, wow. So Ghana is a spot to the world. Yes. Thank yes. you again for joining us uh, for this edition. Um, the second episode will look at consumption patterns uh, in the value chain. So uh, we hope to catch you along the line. Thank you. Anita, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for watching today's episode on the Doing Business in Ghana series. Feel free to leave your questions in the comment section and we will respond accordingly. Visit our website www.firmusadvisory.com and see how we can add value to what you do in these areas. Regulatory compliance, market research and trade development. The link to the website is in the description box.